You are now listening to the AFL brand. Where we talk interesting stuff about almost everything. Business, family, health, self-awareness, success, marketing. All here on the AFL brand podcast. So, hi there. Before I get let you into the show, uh, I just want to wanna give you a, a snapshot of, of all the things me and Ethan talk about. I, it was so difficult to come up with one title for this because we covered so many things that, that I had to create eight titles, uh, nine titles to be exact. And so him and I talk about everything. Let, let me just talk a minute about who this episode speaks to. If you are aspiring to do better in any aspect of your life, whether it's fitness, whether it's financially, whether it's uh, uh, with your family, no matter which aspect of your life you are intending to do better in, this episode is for you. Without further ado, welcome to the greatest episode I have had thus far. Listen in. Oh, and I almost forgot. In this first part of the episode, before the calls dropped for the, for the first of eight times, the, the audio was messed up. And so Ethan and I, and I are talking over each other. There must be a bit of a delay. But fortunately, none of the nuggets are missed in this era of some sort. Bear with it just until the first call ends at about 28 minutes. We get on second and a third and a fourth and a fifth call. I patch it all together. But after this first call is done, the audio is fixed, but the nuggets are still there. Listen in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the AFL Brand Podcast. Uh, it's been a minute since I got on. Um, you know, the goal is to podcast every day. Uh, might be a bit ambitious for me just getting into it. Maybe mm-hmm. I should have started uh, uh, maybe with a one per week, a two per week. But, mm-hmm. but I figured why, why, why set your goals uh, uh, small? But, but I'm super excited about our guest because he has major ambitions, major goals, and it's people like this that help me to set my goals. When I look at my friends, when I look at my colleagues uh, who have set major ambitions in life, uh, it really, really, really puts my ambitions in perspective. And so without further ado, I have my boy, my friend. Uh, we've been out of touch for a while, but you know those kind of friends where you, know, you could be away for a number of years you reconnect and it was like yesterday, even though your circumstances story has changed. Well, that's the case with me and me and my friend here. Man, I'm Ethan excellent. Kwan, man. Thanks a lot. For uh, having uh, me. Uh, uh, my boy, my friend. How how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> it's a it's a tremendous pleasure. We easily have not easily spoken two, two, three years. In, yeah. in what do you think now? Maybe two oh. years, Ethan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot has a lot has changed. I I don't know how I think I was Googling I was Googling my name just just to see what 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 was coming up about <laughs> me. Everyone should do that, by the way. Google yourself. <laughs> that, that sounds so funny, right? <laughs> Google yourself yep. and um and, and see what comes up. Uh especially if you're a professional looking to do business, right? Because that will happen. People will type in Ethan Quant. Bahamas. And if you're not the Ethan Quant that's coming up, if you're not the Matt yeah. Sweeting that's coming up, 
or if what's coming up you would prefer not to be the first thing showing, then there's a way that you could control that. So, wow. and I, I came across, yeah. <laughs> I came across yeah. uh, when you and I were on the Guardian Radio before. Wow. This was your five days. <laughs> oh, this was chubby, Ethan. So, Ethan, take a moment. Tell us a little bit about your story. We, him, Ethan, and I met when Ethan was in mortgage brokerage, and we, I, I think we both saw the strategic partnership opportunity that we could take advantage of. But we built a wow. strong friendship outside of that. And so let's let's talk about from progressive consumer into into yeah. I know right into well, into into the new progressive consumer services was a financial uh, services company, right? And so I mean, we did capital sourcing from private equity funds. We did mortgage brokerage. We did a bit of even um, you know payday advances, loan financing, things like that. And to be quite honest, I started that company simply because I wanted to get into business for myself. You know, I wanted to change uh, from being an employer, I mean, an employee to, to be being an employer. And so I was in the bank at that time as a lender. And the reality is, is that it was the easiest thing for me to transition into. I saw an opportunity in mortgage brokerage. And, you know, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. And so about a year and a half before I left, I started um, the groundwork to leave uh, commercial lending and really enter into the world of, of private brokerage. And it was never my intention to be the world's best mortgage broker, right? But um, I did see the value in, in being your own boss and, and becoming an entrepreneur. And that's mm -hmm. what I did. And so I, I did that for a number of years. And it was, you know, a thriving business. And during that time, I actually was about 306 pounds. And I decided that I wanted to transform my body. I wanted a six pack. And from there, I just, you know, went on my, my personal health, wellness and fitness journey, uh, transformed my body, transformed my life, got into uh, competitive bodybuilding. And, you know, I was like, this is awesome. You know, I, I really want to find a way that I can do this every day. Um, how can I monetize my passion, right? And so I decided that um, I was going to get into fitness as, as a fitness coach. And I, I did my programming as elite fitness. And, you know, I did meal plans and training programs. And even in that industry, I recognized that there was a major disconnect between those individuals uh, that were coming to me and really the service that the industry is providing at that point, simply because, you know, you were telling people what to do. And so this, to put a timeline on, this would have been 2013 that I went into, um, you know, the, the fitness industry. Mm. You know, I was there, that business, I mean, everything that I had learned from Progressive Consumer Services, right. Um, right. I tapped into as far as business and and then you know I the, the company took a shift because I recognized that even though we were having successes with our clients in the most instances <clears throat> the majority of our clients would do our program see results and then stop and then you know relapse and go back to their old ways and you know they put the on and so 
I recognize that, hold on, there has to be something that I'm mm. missing. And what I recognized that I was missing was that we were not addressing the underlying uh, behavioral behaviors that contributed to their unhealthy lifestyle. And so, you know, I went back to the drawing board, you know, got educated on, on health and lifestyle coaching, uh, became a behavioral change specialist. And, and then I recognized that, and, and that's really what uh, wow. the direction that the company went. And then in, in 2000 and early 2017, we decided that we wanted to make a greater impact. And so we made another shift from, you know, individualized programming to really tapping into uh, corporate and, and coming in on a consulting level with companies uh, to work with them and partner with them to build a culture of wellness within the organization. That was and continues to be very difficult simply because, mm-hmm. you know, the Bahamian context of, corporate wellness is I'm going to bring a trainer in three days a week to run my employees around a parking lot, or I'm going to bring a nutritionist who's going to talk about how my place should look like a rainbow. And, and you know, they're, they're not really impactful because at the same point, you're not right. addressing those underlying behavioral issues. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, when we work with a company, um, we really look at a, right. a helping the company build a culture of wellness within the organization. And it's unpopular in the way that we do it simply because, you know, everybody wants to do that, that biggest loser contest. Everybody wants to, you know, have these uh, fitness onsite fitness programs that have, you know, high participation rates early on. And by the end of it or towards the end, you know, you have two, three people that are coming out. So you're not really uh, impacting the masses. And so our philosophy changed, our approach changed. We brought a whole lot of innovation through coaching yeah. and health education and promotion. And the companies that we have been fortunate enough to partner with um, are definitely seeing the results, not just from a surface level of, you know, yeah, I have healthier, happier employees, but really now understanding how important it is to have effective employee wellness programming built into the overall business strategy of the company. Right, 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 right. You know, there was there was a, a, a point you made that I, I think is 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 key. And, and, and so just so that I, I, I reference them so that we could make sure that we don't digress too far from these points I really want to hit on is number yeah. one, the behavioral psychology of of poor dieting. That, that's one thing I want to touch on. And then the and then the second thing is that what separates yeah. you, and <laughs> yeah. I, I see this as a huge value proposition, is the fact that you've been fat. The, 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 <laughs> the, the feeling, the depression, the, the, yeah, the, I mean, the things that you know, I, I wasn't one of those guys feel, that was born with a six felt. pack, right? This is not. And the thing right, is, you ahead. know what's funny, Matt? Um, the reality is, is that when I really got serious right. about my, my health, wellness, and fitness journey, I applied the same principles that made me successful in business, right? And dedication, determination, drive, all of those things. And mm-hmm, what it mm-hmm, did was mm-hmm. it, it made me realize that the principles of success are universal, regardless of what you're pursuing. 
Um, you have to be committed. You have to be disciplined. You have mm. to be driven. Um, and, and you just have to get it done, right? And so these were the things that made me successful in business. And once I changed my perspective of what health, wellness, and fitness was, I wasn't dieting for 12 weeks to lose a couple of pounds. I had to put it in the context of lifestyle. Another major key, another major key for me was relating my physical body to my ability to generate profits in my business. And that was a major key for me because I recognized that when I looked better, when I felt better, I performed better. My better performance, of course, uh, increased my bottom line, right? And so Mm. it isn't something Mm -hmm. that's abstract. It's a direct correlation. Um, If you look at those persons who are successful in business and at the top on on a global scale, one of the first things they will tell you is that and if you look at their daily routines, is that they make some time to exercise. You know, they make some time uh, to focus on on health and wellness because the reality is, right. is that a sharp body, a well-toned body, it's a machine, right? And so the more your machine is able to work uh, because you're healthy, because you're fit, mm-hmm. um, the the better, the sharper you are mentally, the the more in control you are emotionally. And I was able to make that connection very early in my journey, which really uh, propelled my success. And flipping it now in this business, I use the same uh, the same blueprint that I, I, I had to, to lose 110 pounds and to transform my body and my life. I use that now in my business every day, man. Right, right, right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we just came into 2019. There's this <laughs> belief, there's this stereotype. Yeah, but the gym member, the gym is crowded as ever right now. Everybody in the gym. Have you noticed yeah. this? Is this the case? Yeah, every year. So, so, so give us, give us, Ethan, the keys. And I don't know if there's a key. I don't know if there's a secret. I doubt there is to, to well, staying on point all year. How do I not fall? Well, the off? thing is, is that how do I not first and foremost, what I did it, it all starts from, from managing expectations, right? And this is something that we do in, in, in client relations. You know, you don't want to, you, you want to under promise and over deliver. Right. And you need to do that with yourself. So when you're talking about setting goals, you know, set mm-hmm. really set realistic goals. I have a saying now, and I tell my clients all the time, you can never set the bar too low simply because you're putting this thing in the context of lifestyle. Right. There is no you have time, but you don't have time to waste. And so you want to be as productive as possible and as consistent as possible. But set the bar low. If you have never trained before in your life, you, you're just getting a brand new gym membership for the first time again this year. It's unrealistic to say that I'm going to be in the gym five, six days a week for two hours a day, right? And so maybe what you do is you say, you know what, before I spend that money on this annual mm-hmm. gym membership mm-hmm. and buy all these fresh clothes, let me start building the habits. Let me take an inventory of the time that I have in the day and see if I can right. maybe get 
10 minutes, three days a week, 20 minutes, three days a week. And, and before my approach, when I was a fitness coach was, you know, listen, if you ain't in the gym five days a week for two hours, you ain't serious. But, but the reality is, is that it isn't that you aren't serious. You, you have to build <laughs> capacity, you know, somebody just coming into a new job. You wouldn't, if, if somebody is a, is a bank teller mm-hmm. and they're coming in mm-hmm. on entry level, you aren't going to put them in the, in the managing director's chair because they don't have that capacity. And so what we do is we try to sit in the CEO position, but we don't even know oh, where the mail room is. You know, we don't know the inward. And so we have to take time and be patient with ourselves. Wow, wow. But be consistent in learning and building capacity, eh? And so that that's that. So as far as you know, how to be consistent, set focus on the small changes, but be consistent in those. No, if you if you're eating, you know, fast food uh, seven days a week, it's unrealistic to say that I'm going to eat chicken and salad every day now. You know, maybe maybe start cutting back one day, and then after you you've you've mastered that, then cut it down to two days or three days. But the the key is is that you want to take small consistent steps where it is that you want to be and you have to know where it is that you want to be and then try to do better Mm -hmm. than you were doing and that's really the key to a sustained and healthy lifestyle transformation yeah yeah makes sense makes sense i don't know if we covered it in some of what we just mentioned but but one of the points i wanted to touch on was the behavioral uh, uh, attributes associated with weight loss and obesity. What are some of the things that are keeping me from, from, from reaching my goals behaviorally? And so when I, when I uh, decide to partner with you, I, 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 we'll talk about your programs and, and how we could get in, involved together. But, but, but what are some of the things that are holding you back from, from moving forward. And so, okay, so so the kind of, the approach that I take now, right, is that I can't tell you what's holding you back unless I know you, right? And so the reality is, is that in a scenario where it's me and you, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are two experts, right? One is an expert in in lifestyle modification and behavioral change, that's me. And the other is an expert in your life, that's you. And so really what I do is I simply rely on your expertise Mm -hmm. in your life. And together we find a plan. We come up with a plan to help you navigate from where you are to where you want to be. What does that mean in real time? Right. And so in real time, what that is, is I can't tell you that you should be doing, you know, 30 minutes a day, five days a week, because the reality is, is that you may not in all honesty have 30 minutes a day five days a week. And so my question to you would be, how much time do you have to work out realistically right now? How much time do you have working out? Oh, well, you know, like I have a client, she said, oh, well, I, I, I could probably do uh, 10 minutes a day, twice a week. I think I could, I can do that. But I, I don't think that makes sense. And I said, well, wait, you know, if you can commit to 10 minutes a day, twice a week, that's 20 minutes a week more of physical activity that you're engaging in than you're currently engaging in, right? And so let's start with that. And what happens is, is that when you meet the client where they are, 
mm-hmm. and you're realistic mm-hmm. and, and you set the bar really low, oh yeah, I can do that. And so what happens is that you build what is called success momentum because you get that first 10 minutes in, oh, I feel good. You get that second 10 minutes in, oh, I mm. feel good. You know what? I want to feel good again. Let me see if I can throw another 10 minutes in there. Or let me see if I can do 15 minutes this time. And what that's done is you build momentum, but it's also building capacity. And so that same client who started out with 20 minutes a week is now up to four days a week for mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Time that magically appeared that she didn't have before, right. but she has now because she took the time to build capacity and just get started <laughs> wherever she was. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so so two experts sit together, really do an assessment uh, of, of, of what the situation yeah, is I in mean, reality, and then build that's, a custom that's the formula, based man. on that. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about me trying this on my own versus getting a personal trainer. Should I get a personal trainer? Well, should I not? T- tell me. Tell me your thoughts on the pros and cons of either option. And 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 again, let's speak to could. In hindsight, could you have accomplished the weight loss and the success you had in weight right, loss so, so without a personal training? First and foremost, so I'm let's a start firm there and then let's build in, into that question. And in tapping into resources and in, in seeking professional guidance in whatever it is that you're doing, right? Now, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that if you're talking about a personal trainer versus a non-personal trainer, uh-huh. here's the thing. If you can't commit to yourself, right? If you can't commit to yourself, it's going to be hard pressed for you to be able to commit to somebody else. Mm. And somebody says, you know, you know, if I know my trainer's out there waiting on me, I'm going to show up. Well, you show up for work every day without your boss having to call you and say, Matt, come to work, right? Or come to work. So it isn't that you lack motivation or discipline. It's just that we need to shift mm-hmm. that perspective. But mm-hmm. you have the funds if you have the means and you feel as though mm, a personal mm-hmm. trainer is going to help you advance, then yes, get a personal trainer. However, if you don't have the means and you cannot afford a personal trainer, that doesn't mean that you still can't be successful on your health, wellness, and fitness journey. It's take a different approach. I mean, like when I was starting my business, you know, I went to several banks mm-hmm. and they rejected me right and so i had to get creative with how i was gonna you know raise this capital to start my first business and i did that because i was motivated because i wanted to start the business right and so that you have to find what works best for you it is unrealistic for somebody to say mm-hmm. you can't afford it to say i'm going to get a personal trainer that doesn't mean that you can't um you know get started with something and even if it's a uh, an assessment or even if it's a doctor or, I mean, there's so much as far as fitness technology apps and, and programs that you can do online. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what you are ready and prepared to do. And that that's all. It was and so my suggestion is just start 
right, right. with what you are ready and prepared to do. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. So <laughs> I want you to take a moment. Let's 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 switch back to Fat Ethan. And and I want you to to talk to me about the emotions you felt. Where where were the where were the great insecurities? What was it you know, jogging would come up or food would come up or something would come up and you felt it, it, it hit you. You know, I, I, <laughs> as a, as a, as a, as a slim person, I fat jokes, right. But, but I, I, I noticed that, 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 that larger people, when they sit down, they got to do the. Hello. Well, I, I really can't hear you. You're, you're... Yeah, yeah, I can, can you hear, hear me Ethan? now, but you, I didn't hear anything of, of, of what you said. Yeah, I can hey hear you now. All right. Okay, great. Go, but I want you to into fat Ethan and, and the emotions you felt. Because I want to create some related. When I when I thought you know when I, when I saw you and I have been a bit estranged for a while, um, and and when we reconnected on social media, and, yeah, and, I don't know and, uh, what's what's up with said, the connection. Story uh, would really resonate. All right, all right. I I think um, between I'm in between Wi-Fi. Let me uh let me just walk into it. And yeah, I can hear you now. Help. So give me give me one second. You can hear me now, eh? For a minute. All right, I'll just I'll just walk into this Wi-Fi right quick, uh, and see if that'll help. Yeah. I'm... You're right now. All right, go, bro. It's all. No, no, just walking in, walking in. Um, yeah, again. All right, so I should be connected in a minute. You could hear me clearly. Yeah. Okay. So I was just asking you to to step back into into Fat Ethan for a moment. I want you to I want you to connect with those emotions that you felt as Fat Ethan. Um, and and I want you to. To um to share some of those emotions that are around obesity because I want to create relatability here, and and have people just realize that it's commitment that's stopping them from reaching their goals. It's commitment that's going to make them or not make them fail this year again at their weight loss objectives. But I was cracking a joke on 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 larger people. And, 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 and that they have this thing where when they sit down, they have to untuck the article of clothing awesome. uh, and, from, from their body. You, you know, and, are you, are you it's funny, this, right? This because the bigger you are, the bigger your clothes are, <laughs> right? And, and the reason you do that is because you're uncomfortable in your clothes, you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. in your skin. And so I, I remember doing that. I mean, you talk about 
you know, the, the, the emotional strains of, of obesity, which is something that people don't talk about. But <clears throat> what we have to recognize with obesity, first and foremost, is that it is a disease, okay? It's a disease. Mind you, it's a lifestyle disease, but it is a disease nonetheless. Mm, Just mm-hmm. like how you would not say that, oh, that person is not doing anything about their cancer because they're lazy, um, is something that we get. I mean, we, we, there, there's a weight bias that, that exists, not just in the Bahamas, but around the world where we see a fat person, we see a, a, an obese person, we see an overweight person, and automatically we say they are that way because they choose to be that way because they choose not to do something about it. And that is a, a, a horrible assumption to make because there are things that are preventing that person from doing it, Right. I haven't making this fire yet. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you. Hey, I'm here. All right, let's get back into it. Let's get back into it. I don't know what happened. I thought your battery died or something. All right. <laughs> no. So, so <laughs> you, <laughs> I wonder how long you you went on. Um. All right. Um, so you, we, we were, we were right into the point where we were talking about um, the, it being, a, it being a disease, and, right. and you were, you, you, you had, you had ended. I, I remember the second you ended, you said, "I remember," and you were about to talk about, I guess, a personal experience related to, related to your feelings around that. Yeah. 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 We could so pick up right from there. Yeah, I, I remember, you know having a trainer, um, one of the many that I had. And he told me that he couldn't continue to train me because I wasn't serious, right? I, I wasn't uh, committed to the process. And so he had to, so, to fire me, essentially. Yeah, so that, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. So because one thing I'm very fascinated with, and it's a discussion that does not happen often on social media or on any platform, for that matter, is failure. And so... Yeah. So you 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 had some false starts, some failed start at weight loss. This didn't work oh, out for you the first time. You didn't get a trainer and 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 then try. No, I mean it didn't work out for me several times. I mean the thing is is that and what happens is is that in life, man, we demonize failure so much, right? Right. And right. we look at failure as the opposite of success, but that isn't true. Failure is actually a part of the process. It's a part of the journey towards success. And, you know, the thing is, is that you, you just have to readjust and, and go at it again. Um, you can't look at, at, at failing at something. First of all, you can't be afraid to fail. And that was something that, that, that I struggled with when I really made the commitment. You know, one of my fears was, all right, Ethan, if you really, really say that, you know, you really put in 110%, really go after this, really commit, and you still do not lose the weight, what does that mean? And that scared the hell out of me, right? That, that, that like frightened me because then that means that I would not have been good enough, right? But right. I had to, 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 to harness that fear and said, you know what? I know for a fact that if I don't any don't do anything, I'm gonna stay fat. I'm not gonna get my six pack. Um, but if I at least try, there's a chance that I could be successful. 
And like right. I said, you know, really success is just found in, in, in the daily, man, the daily, you know, what you do every day and, and you wake up and you say, okay, well, how can I, what decisions can I make today? What can I do today? That's going to get me closer to where it is that I want to be. And so if that meant yeah. not going out for drinks um, so that I can wake up early in the morning to train or not eating, you know, foods that, that were inconsistent with my goal um, or, you know, spending that extra 30 minutes on the elliptical. It's like, what can I do today to advance my cause, to get me closer to where it was that I wanted to be? And right, I, I think right. that's the approach that makes you successful. Um, and saying, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep moving forward, no matter how small. I mean, and it sounds so cliche, right? Um, it does. The reality is, is that that is the honest to God truth. There's no magical, there's yep. no big, you just take steps forward every day in the direction that you want to go and you yeah. get there it's just a question yeah. Of time. Yeah. so ethan as i mentioned on the earlier podcast it's funny you would say that because what i said in the earlier podcast was was someone that's striving towards success needs to continually and daily and secondly and minutely ask themselves what can i be doing right now to drive myself towards this goal. And it's the constant awareness of that that, that, that drives us forward. You would agree, right? Oh, de definitely, man, definitely. I mean, you know, I've, I've come up with this uh, acronym that I actually use every day and, and that I encourage or invite my clients to use, right? It's called Yes, Sir, right? And SIR is an acronym for strategic, uh, intentional and relentless, right? Mm, mm -hmm. and so when, when you're talking about your goals, whatever it is, whether it's health, wellness, and fitness, it's business, relationships, career, whatever it is, right? You want to be strategic in your planning, right? Mm -hmm. You want to plan strategically. You want to look at all of the resources that you have access to, um, all of the resources that you need to acquire, the new skills, and you want to plan accordingly, right? So that you can acquire these things, uh, form these relationships, and, and really help you uh, set the foundation to advance, right? And so you have to be strategic in your planning. Mm -hmm. I stands for intentional, right? Which means that you have to be intentional in your actions, and really what that means is that everything that you do has to be done with the sole purpose of moving you forward to where it is that you want to be. And mm -hmm. so if it's inconsistent with where you want to be, then you shouldn't be doing it. You should not ever at any point in time, if you're pursuing a goal, do stuff just because. You have to be intentional with your actions, right? right. And so the R is relentless. You have to be relentless in the pursuit. Because why? Shit is going to happen. And so when it does hit the fan and things do happen that you didn't plan for, you didn't expect, or life throws you a curveball, you still can't let that sway you so far off of where it is that you want to be that you lose focus. You have to be relentless. And so whatever happens, you have to approach with the mindset that I am going to get through. And, and really... What that does is it, it, that grounds me, man. And so everything that I do, regardless of what it is that I'm trying to do, whatever the goal is, I, I am very strategic in my planning. I'm very intentional. I wake up every morning with intention. 
what is it that I'm going to do today that's going to drive me closer? And I'm relentless in the, <coughs> excuse me, in the pursuit of whatever it is that I'm, 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 I'm running after, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, okay. So I want to, this is a teaching moment, Ethan. This is a teaching moment. So uh, uh, for, for the people that choose to listen to this, this is a, this is a very key point. We're, we're on our fourth call right now. And so just when we got cut off, Ethan was just saying, and obviously I'll patch it together so you won't realize that there's a five-minute difference here. So there's a five-minute difference between him finishing that strong point, he was just talking about yes, sir, and the call that we had to get back on five minutes from now. Now, the, here's a teaching moment. The S, the I, and the R standard for strategic, intentional, and relentless. It was a very great point. I, I appreciate that. You are no less sharper than I, I remember you, right? <laughs> I appreciate that coming from you. Um, uh, but so, so I want to, I want to, this is a big teaching moment. So this rant might take a moment, Ethan, bear with me, please. So yeah. at, the, at the very moment, we're four, four, four calls in. Ethan is, Ethan is slightly frustrated now. I'm sensing from his character. He is, he is like, he's dropping nuggets and he gets cut off, and, and only when he realizes this, he must be deep into the fourth nugget, and, and, and I keep missing it. This is the second time it's happened. He's probably frustrated now. But, but this acronym is the, is the same objective that I have. And I wasn't sharp enough to come up with an acronym that says SIR. It's pretty good, right? But <laughs> this, the, the principles that he's talking about is what I've applied as well. And so let's talk about S for a moment. S means right. strategic. strategic. Right. So you and and, and I, I'm still on the rant. I'm still on the rant because I, I think I totally got it. Let me, let me run this through. I could try to condense this as much as possible. So, <laughs> so Ethan, Ethan is now frustrated, but I'm strategic. So here's how I'm applying strategy. The only reason I'm doing a podcast is because I want to build a relationship with you. We're in a new age of digital marketing and relationships are key. And anyone that's going to succeed in 20, we're in 2019 and 2025, 2030, 20 plus is using strategy. We're, we're just covering the first point right now. I want to do that. Bringing on people like Ethan, who are influencers, who you've met one time and has great ideas. They seem to be even keel and at their core, seem to be a very good person. You want to create lifetime relationships with them. But not only that, you want to leverage their influence to be successful. It is called strategy. That's the S. And, and that's just one element of the S. In this particular constant, uh, context, there, there are 92 others that a person that's applying these principles is, have been play at one time. They're applying strategy in every area of their life. I'm strategizing on how I could make my wife happier now. I'm strategizing on how I could be a better parent. This is, con this is congruent throughout life, not just this particular interaction. So I, intentional. Right. I, I know that, I, 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 let me, so still on the rant, still okay. on the rant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, so. We're back in, we're into the fourth call. Ethan is a little bit more frustrated now, back to, back to the point. Um, and, but, but see, I'm applying strategy and, and intention. 
that, that I'm going to compel him to stay on this call. I, this matter of fact, I'm frustrated now because <laughs> someone could say someone could say that this app that I'm relying on to represent my brand is is not working at this very moment. First, I was on data. Me and Ethan had a great first call. We got disconnected in the transition when I pulled up to walking into Wi-Fi. I walk into Wi-Fi and it disconnects. And then now I, I was on the Wi-Fi on the third call, figured uh, on the second call, figured let me roll with the Wi-Fi, came off the Wi-Fi, went on LTE and got disconnected again. Uh, so now I'm just going to roll with LTE. Let's see what a live could really do in, in real time. <laughs> um, to, so now we're in call four. Ethan, Ethan's a bit frustrated, but what Ethan does not know because I'm transparency here is that we're getting the best nuggets. We're getting the we 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 got your explanation of uh yes sir which is something everyone should be applying in their life. I went on a rant with S. I started on a rant with I being intentional. I have uh I did a quick survey of what Ethan's influence is and and again remember the things I mentioned earlier Ethan in my opinion is a that is relative, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, intentional also means that to build my brand, I need to connect with people like him. And and again, if if this is a strategy that Ethan says to be applying, I hope his definition is very close to mine, where you create partnerships that are going to reach into to. In- To would like, and so I want your, your the is 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 your email the most valuable thing. The marketers do it. You subscribe to things all the time, but you and I, who are smaller brands, don't make it a, uh, a our business. Is the collection of emails that that's that's really what I am. I I never thought about this before, because th- think about it. You you want the ability to be able to market to someone for their entire life, for their entire life about whatever you are doing at the time. When I, get a, when I get your email, I have the ability to communicate, you, communicate with you whether I'm selling real estate or whether I'm selling cars. Um, and so your email and social influence is, 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 is it. I ha- once anything I'm doing that you're interested in any time in your life, and in my case, that's real estate. Buy real estate 10 years, but connect with me with your email now, and, and we'll be connected for life. Because when was the last time you changed an email? Some people still got uh, a baby dream, 1990, <laughs> 90, <laughs> well, maybe 2002, yeah. you know? They, they still got old emails like that. And so what that means is your email is stuck with you for life. You have it on your phone. I have a push notification to you at the time that I choose. So I'm just showing you intentional. The way that that I'm doing that as a brand and every brand, Ethan and everyone should be doing is a collection of emails. But in addition to the collection of emails, it means that you need to offer good service as well. And so whatever Ethan is doing, whatever I'm doing, our objective, if it isn't, because we all fall off, right? Let's, Let's admit that. We don't offer good service to everybody. GM don't right? Tesla does not, right? And so it's, it's unreasonable to expect that you ain't going to mess up on some emails, you ain't going to mess up on a, an entire transaction 
because of your inability to serve everybody perfectly at all times or exceptionally at all times. And so, uh, again, another rant. So, R, relentless. You cannot stop at anything to reach your goals. Now, I've been saying this. I know Ethan agrees as well. Is that... Is that... your, Your mission needs to be needs to be your ultimate driver and and happiness is self-defined what that means is that we need to stop as of 80s and and it don't matter which generation you're from but i'm 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 an 80s baby as i as ethan is um and and we need to stop determining success based on what we see online success needs to be a personal definition right? You define it yourself. And for me, that has changed from 2017 to 2019. 20, 2018, for, I wouldn't even go back to 2017. 2018, I was not married. My mom was living with me, right? <laughs> a, a, a total, yeah. Me and Ethan haven't spoken since, since then, so this is a total transition. Um, and, and I'm about to reveal a bomb right now is that 2018, I want to say 2018, January of 2018, let me, I just want to make sure it's right. I got to, I got to check. I, I, I don't have a, but 20, January of 2018, which, which then makes it that much more realistic. So I, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. January of 2018. Wow. I didn't know I had a second son. Now this is huge. <laughs> so, so, it's amazing the, the 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 difference one year could make, and this is a, obviously a slight digression from yes, sir. But um, um, so no, me, but I trying to make the connection. The connection there the is around. see the R is for relentless, go right? Ahead. And and you know you you summarized it pretty mm-hmm. well in terms of as you know you have to be strategic in your planning, take an assessment of the resources that you have regular and, and ready access to and the ones that you need to acquire, right? The I is intentional in your actions. This call demonstrates mm-hmm. the yes, sir, uh, philosophy um, completely. And then you have to be relentless, right? And so whatever your goal is, and ultimately, um, you know, goals evolve, goals expand. But at the end of the day, like you said, you, you know, everybody wants to be happy, and you have to pursue relentlessly with those things that make you happy. Like you said, success is a very personal thing to everybody. Everybody may not want to be, you know, a global leader in whatever their industry is. Some people may be content the best, um, you know, employee that mm-hmm. is in their company. And that's fine. We, we have to stop defining success for people and people need to start defining success for themselves. And, and that's really what success is, living life on your terms, whatever those terms may be. And so, you know, you, you just have to be relentless in that pursuit. I mean, this call demonstrates that, I mean, you know, I put my phone down at least three times. I was like, all right, let me get back to my dinner. But, you know, you, you, you called, you sent the link back. And, and because you have something that you want to accomplish with this call, right? You want to share knowledge, uh, give golden nuggets to people who um, may even have the idea, but just to hear that third party say that you should do it 
gives them the confidence and the courage they need to continue their pursuit or to start their pursuit. And so that, that's, that's all it is, man. Yes, sir, is something that I apply right. to business, to my relationship uh, with my uh, fiance, soon to be wife, with my daughter. All right, we are now in call number six. Call number six, Ethan. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. Call number six. What do you what do you Ethan? What are you eating, Ethan? <laughs> Some grilled chicken, man. <laughs> All right. Grilled. So let, let let's let's let we get we can come back to it because I have a, a clear point on where you were. Daughter was the last word. Um, but let's talk very, very briefly about your diet. Because we we on some deeper stuff right now. I mean, I I eat pretty um, clean. Mainstream. I, I mean, my diet pretty much consists of chicken, rice, fish, some greens. Nothing, nothing crazy. Um, but I eat what I like. You know, depending on what what I'm trying to accomplish at the time. Okay. And you know, I believe in the eighty twenty rule. Lifestyle is what you do 80% of the time. I still like a vodka and tonic. Right. I still like a nice cigar. Right. That isn't what I do all the time. Right. You know, I, I that's my 20%. And so, you know, you just got to figure out what it is that you want. Try to find some uh, balance and find the healthiest way to, 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 to live your life, man. Right, right, right. Um. By the way, I'm back on Wi-Fi. What are you? What, what is cable? Cable on this BTC? Yeah, cable. Cable. All right. So it's it's a live versus cable. Let's let's see what let's see what's working best. Um. So yeah. So life life goals relentless diet. Um. Uh, eating eating e- applying the eighty twenty rule to your diet. Yeah. Um. Do you see? Is there a considerable change between fat Ethan and slim Ethan's uh, or fit Ethan. Sorry, not slim. I, I, we, we got two points we come back to. Just file them for a moment. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling here with, with my cousin Rova. So small how NASA is. So surprising how small NASA is. Uh, chilling over from 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 COB, who say he know you from way back when? Yeah, well, if he used to go to COB, I mean, he just as old as me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that does that name ring a bell? He's call him Rover. His name is Rovan Wilkinson. I know Rovan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He say you know him as the dancer. Yeah, that's what I, I used to be dancer back in the day too. You was a dancer too, Ethan. Yeah, man. <laughs> so fat, so fat Ethan was a dancer. He, well, no, um, that, that was that was COB. I wasn't fat then. That was slim. Married, uh, 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 post COB. Oh, this was this was this was this was before fat Ethan. Yeah, man. You know that that there's a start there. Sorry, brother. Yeah, yeah. Before fat Ethan. Okay. All right. So so. <laughs> The last thing we talked about was um, you mentioned daughter. You mentioned uh, R, relentless. Um, so, do you think we have the acronym covered 
and 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 how the practical if you could have if you have any more practical ways that you are applying s i or r in your personal life right now how yeah i mean it's just it's just in my daily routine man you know changes are made in the daily routine and so that's where you find success you know what i mean people you know say okay well the best basketball player championship game you know he's the best but you know it's what he did prior to that it's the journey that makes you great not necessarily the destination right mm-hmm. and so you have to be cognizant of the things that you do every day and as long as they're consistent with what it is that you want to achieve at the end you'll be successful as long as you're strategic as long as you're intentional as long as you're relentless you're going to get there man right Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Very good. So, uh, you know, while we're talking again, <laughs> I, I want, I want people to really appreciate how deep strategy goes. Cause, cause this was this same thing that he is saying right now is a thought I just had to create, wanted to create some content on. And it's, it, he talks about a third party endorsement to, but to even hear a second party endorsement is, is very interesting to hear. Um, so I want to, let's, let's go to the third level of depth to this thought, because the third level is I'm going to hold this episode until I release two other things. So here's the strategy. We're up to about 150 listeners. The show is still very, very new. I want you to appreciate the entire growth of the brand, the Mac, the whole thing and applying these things in real time. So we're at. Oh, okay. I can look at it because I got the app open. 160 views, an average play of 14. So based on the number of episodes, if I have 10 episodes, and uh, I don't know the math there, 10 episodes, each person listens to it uh, seven or eight times, I have an average of 14 plays if you divide that up, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, so I have two exciting episodes that I'm going to hold this one for because I just determined in real time that based on the gold nugget that Ethan just dropped, I want to get the largest audience of people to listen to this. And I want this particular episode to get 50 to 100 listens on any platform. Oh boy, call number seven, is it Ethan? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Ethan, call number seven. Ethan has decided to go back to Ethan and F this call. <laughs> 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 I don't care what kind of gold am I trying to put out now. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Um I, I was I was going on a rant about about why I'm gonna hold this until 
Uh, I'm going to have Lisa Puerto, a big, uh, big name on a big can, uh, California name on real estate agent and 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 on an episode with King Cloud. So this is coming post that. If you haven't heard that, you've been introduced to this by me working that strategically. So I was just talking about planning the S in in real time. So you would have heard two episodes before this, but you probably this is your first episode because I waited to build momentum to to put this amount of gold that I've already thought about eight titles for already in this conversation. So we're in call number seven, Ethan, how do we, uh, did we, did we pretty much cover SIR? And and I was asking, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yep. We did. Okay. All right. So I want to make a slight digression here. If you're enjoying our conversation, you see the kind of, content we want to produce to people maybe you might be incentivized to give me some more time ethan are you willing to give me more time yeah man i'm i'm i'm, I'm here I, I i keep answering the call right <laughs> so you, you keep answering the call we we in it all right so um we're going into episode two i'm going to end the first episode like this if you've listened so far you've thought this was very interesting because i want to break it up too long and it and it and it dissuades people from listening. So I'm going to break this up into two episodes because we're about to switch gears. We covered Yes, Sir. And the entire podcast is about that acronym. Um, and so you, you, should, you should get a trademark right now, Ethan, if you, if you haven't done so as yet. But that's a, that's a digression. <laughs> um, and, so, and so we're about to go into episode two where I want to switch gears. And we'll talk a little bit about personal life. Choose to listen or not. Have a great day. I'm Matt Sweeting. This is the AFL Brand Podcast. See you on the next episode.